If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Hey, everyone. My name is Natalie Jennings. You are tuned into the Photo Business Help podcast. And this is part three of a three-part series I'm doing with Amanda of Amanda Jean Photography. And we are covering topics that hopefully will be helpful to new photographers. Amanda is relatively new to starting her photo business and brought up some amazing topics that I think sometimes when I'm running through what I want to talk to everyone about. I forget about some of the things that I went through way back when I started. So hopefully this series, if you are tuning in now, there's a part two and one, obviously, that you can go back and check out. But hopefully this series helps you a little bit in the beginning of your journey. Amanda, so if you want to just say a little bit about what kind of photography you do and where people can find you, and then we'll, we're, today we're going to talk about what the heck a lead page is and... <laughs> And why you might want to use one. I am on Instagram and Facebook, photo, And I am just starting out about a year and a half ago, family photography, couples, and just kind of whatever I can get my hands on. Um, I'm definitely more preferred in uh, natural light photography. I don't really want to sit in a studio quite as much. I don't all the lighting is just too much for me. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff <laughs> to have to work with, but. Cool. Well, thank you for being here. So you sent me a note wanting to workshop what a lead page is. So do you want to just let me know kind of where you're at with that and, and what's going on? I think it was you that mentioned it on your um, podcast was MailChimp. So I went and started um, a free account just because you, up until two, I think 2000 contacts is a free account. I started making a lead page, but I have no freaking idea what to do with it. <laughs> I'm like, no, that <laughs> I have this thing. And I, <laughs> I wrote this article that I really like it because I normally think I'm a terrible writer, but I wrote mm-hmm. this article about like, you know, tips to ha- having a good family session and like sure. five tips. And, and um, I got that advice from a friend who has a totally different business. Yeah, I wrote that little article, if you will, and made the lead page and it all looks really good. But I have no idea what I'm even supposed to do with it <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, let me okay, so that's a great topic. So lead pages are predominantly meant to capture leads which are email addresses of your ideal client. So that's sort of the simple way to say it, which means that we're kind of even jumping a step here before we talk about mailing lists, which is a whole other episode. But, you know, having an email list, if you're new to business, is one of the best ways that you can stay in touch with your past clients, with interested potential clients, with new clients, you know, keep them up to date on what you're doing in your business. It's also important to have a list because it's one of the few things that you own should Instagram close down tomorrow or any of the other platforms where you might be depending on interacting with your audience. An email list is something that your ideal client knowingly opts into. So it's they are they are deciding to be a part of that list and so that you own that and you can you can do what you want with it. 
moving forward. So it's just a little bit more of control. And it's a great way to, um, like I said, stay in touch with the folks that want to be on your list. So in order to build this list, you need a lead page. And you're totally right. So there's a ton of different ways to have a lead page. But the main idea of a lead page is a place where your ideal client lands without distractions. So it's typically not part of your website in the sense of the menu still being there and everything. It's usually routing you to a place where your attention is only on this one thing. And it's a call to action. So asking your client to do something, which usually requires their email. So Mm -hmm. you can, so I use lead pages, (laughs) which is a great name for a company, but, um, expensive, as we've talked about having a budget and stuff like that. MailChimp is a great place to start because I also use MailChimp for my mailing list. So you may end up finding that you're doing something like I'm doing where you're using one service for one thing and another service for another thing. HubSpot has a big, um, I think a big free package that you can use as well, and they'll help you build landing pages and um, lists. But MailChimp is doing it now too. So there's a ton of different ways to do this. You can just Google it and kind of see what appeals to you, but that's a great place to start. So you have written, so you said you've written an article uh, titled what? Five um, tips for having a, having a successful family session, something to that effect. Cool. So what, so what you could do with something like this is you get someone to the lead page. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but essentially you're going to want to just say like, Hey, do you want to learn five tips for how to have great photos in your next family session, enter your email and I'll send it to you. So what you'd want to do with that article is create some kind of PDF and attach it to the email that they're going to get through the service. For those of you that are listening, if you're like, huh, (laughs) if you go to jennings.photo forward slash bundle or jennings.photo forward slash ideal client, both of those are landing pages that I've done for um, content that I've talked about on this show. So jennings.photo forward slash bundle. It says, hey, do you want all of the worksheets that I've done on this show so far in one place? Then they click the button. The email form pops up. Mm-hmm. The email's entered. And then then they get an email with the download attached to the email. So that's one way to do it. But that's essentially what you'd be doing with your article is right. getting people to give you your email address, their email address, so that they can read your information. Right. Okay. Because when I was looking at it, like when I was like playing around with it, I entered my email, of course. So I have Uh one contact now. You want to do that. You want to do that. (laughs) Like definitely test it for sure. Yeah. But I I went on there, I entered my email. um, And then I think it sent me an email, like a welcome email, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But once I entered the email, instead of sending the article that I had written, or if you even want to call it that, but the little blurb that I wrote about the five tips, it opened that up on the page instead of sending it in an email. So it like oh, opened it up okay. right there um, okay. in that moment. So, um, so there's, you know, and there's tons of different formatting things sure. that there's a lot of different ways to do this. Like you might not have to make a PDF of your article. You could have it just in that first email sure, as text. Um, as long as you have it set up where people are giving you their email in order to get the information. There was really no like wrong way to do it. Um, Typically a sequence would be the call to action, fill out the email. Then that goes to your lead, you know, your MailChimp or whatever. People may be directed to a thank you page, you know, 
you have their attention, maybe say, hey, thank you, follow me on Instagram, something that they can do. Because again, those those landing pages are like meant to be like tunnel vision, like right. I have your attention, yep. I have your attention. Um, and then you just want to make sure that you follow up, have some kind of follow up with them via email within the first few days of them signing up. Okay. Um, and there's tons of philosophies around this, but essentially you're just building a list of folks that are interested in what you have to say and building a relationship with them really on a, a much more personal level than even social media can achieve. As far as it opening up the way it did, it might just be fiddling with some of those settings. And that would be something that you just kind of maybe have to Google or watch like a, a YouTube video or something just to kind of sort out how they're, how they have it all set up. Sure. If that makes sense. Yep. But were you, you were able to collect the email address? Yeah. Yep. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so I can send myself emails now. <laughs> right. Totally. And then down the road, you might want to read some articles and I can certainly do um, some shows on this. Um, there are other podcasts that talk about this as well, any sort of business podcast, but you can segment your list mm -hmm. so that you can break it up so that like wedding clients aren't getting announcements for newborn mini sessions and right. things like that. Right. Or in my case, my education or my like coaching students aren't getting emails for like wedding discounts, yep. you know? Yeah. That and that's coach. another thing because, you know, I'm on the free version. So right, I right. only get right. one list. I don't get to separate them and categories, which I would love to do. But right now my business isn't bringing in enough for me to justify spending that money on that subscription. So I'm just going to have to wait. So I feel like I have to kind of keep stuff somewhat generic in my emails right now, just so sure. that it, at least it's just updating people on, you know, the fact that I'm moving, um, you know, and what I have going on with the business, just so that I'm not bombarding people with information that they're not interested in. Right. That's right. And these, some of these bigger services like Entreport and stuff, they're like very expensive mm -hmm. and they're meant to serve a larger audience. I mean, I, I don't think you need to worry about getting the upgraded versions when your audience is when you're just starting out, you right. know what I mean? It's, it's certainly not something to, to worry about. You'll have, you'll, your business will grow and you'll make more money and you'll have the money there when yeah. you, when you need to upgrade. Yeah. So that's definitely, definitely a good point. The other thing just to leave you with is like, you know, being consistent with your audience. I've yeah. been guilty of totally dropping off the face of the earth in the past and, and yep. being okay. not as consistent as I'd like to be with my audience. Um, there's certain things that you can do, um, set up kind of like auto emails in some cases or things like that. Or if you want to sit down and write, you know, a month's worth and schedule them ahead of time, sometimes there's ways to to save time there yeah. so that you're not like leaving your audience just hanging, but yeah, keeping that, keeping that relationship just like you would with any relationship. Yeah. yeah alive. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. So, well, I hope that was helpful. Again, the sort of structure of how the content is delivered varies so greatly, but you should be able to find the information online. If you're, if you're really stuck with that service, it's, it sounds like you've got most of the pieces in the right place. So right. again, the call to action, get people to sign up, maybe a thank you page and then follow up with an email sequence. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much for um, joining me today. And and again, for those of you that are listening, um, if you want to check out what uh, a landing page from this podcast looks like, you can go to jennings.photo forward slash bundle. And that is actually all of the worksheets that I've put out so far from various episodes. So you may want to check that out, but you can also see where it takes you and what that looks like afterwards. So jennings.photo forward slash bundle. And one more time, Amanda, where can people find you? Um, at ajean.photo on Instagram awesome. and Facebook. 
Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. I hope um, all of you enjoyed this. All of you listening enjoyed this uh, three-part series. If you're new to photography or if you're not, maybe it's just a refresher. Leave a review if you haven't yet. I always appreciate hearing your feedback that way. And I will be back every Tuesday and Thursday with 10-ish minute episodes. Remember, in everything that you want to achieve, consistency is key. I'll be back soon.